Hello and welcome to your active Zagifood Brief. I'm Gerardo Fortuna. And I'm Natasha Fett. And here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from your active Zagifood team. Our top story of the week. Following concerns regarding a shortage of labour in the agri-food sector, the European Commission has issued new practical advice to ensure that seasonal workers can travel to work in critical occupations. However, the lack of agricultural workforce remains a major concern for the entire European food supply chain. In other news, the coordinators of political groups at the European Parliament's Agriculture Committee agreed to hold a plenary vote on the common agricultural policy after the summer break, according to a document seen by Euractive. The European People's Party has called for another postponement of the planned farm-to-fork strategy until at least after the summer, citing the crisis caused by the coronavirus pandemic. But his position has been met with criticism from some stakeholders. A number of member states in Central and Eastern Europe are considering derogations in fossil fuel blending as part of the extraordinary measures to tackle the economic implication of the coronavirus, the EU biofuels industry has warned. Environmental NGOs accuse the European Commission of cherry-picking positive messages out of the EU-funded evaluation study about the impact of common agricultural policy on habitats, landscapes and biodiversity. Have you listened to the special edition of the AgriFood podcast yet? Your Active's AgriFood team has explored the impact of the recent coronavirus outbreak on EU agriculture and the common agricultural policy. Not to be missed this week. In an exclusive interview, EU Agricultural Commissioner Janusz Wojciechowski told Euractive that the Green Deal remains a flagship policy of the von der Leyen Commission and the EU should aim for a post-COVID-19 recovery that is both green and sustainable. In an interview with the chief of the European Food Safety Authority, Bernard Earl, he said that although coronavirus can survive on surfaces for a limited time, food safety regulations in EU member states ensure a high level of protection against contaminated food. Lastly, in an op-ed written by FAO Director General Ku Dong-Yu, he said that the health impacts of the unfolding COVID-19 pandemic on some of the poorest countries are still unknown and any food crisis as a result of poor policymaking will be a humanitarian disaster to avert. And now for the quote of the week, which comes from Paolo De Castro, Agricultural Coordinator of the Socialist Group at the European Parliament. Today, more than ever, in the face of the coronavirus crisis, European citizens are realizing the crucial role of our farmers and the entire agri-food chain. The S&D Group is calling for an aggressive action plan for the sector, security liquidity to farmers and allowing them not only to continue producing our food, but also to grant the highest sanitary protection to workers. Now for the agri-food news from the capitals this week, starting with Croatia, where members of the conservative Croatian Sovereign Party proposed measures this week to save agricultural production and family farms in Croatia, saying the coronavirus crisis could be a turning point for Croatian agriculture. France has successfully managed to recruit 150,000 volunteers to help with harvesting and packing. This comes after the Ministry of Agriculture and Agricultural Trade Unions call on the unemployed to volunteer for seasonal harvests, particularly fruit harvests. Germany's upper house of the parliament passed a heavily debated fertiliser ordinance this week, some of which will go into effect by autumn. 
However, in a last-minute compromise, the most controversial regulations were pushed back until January 2021. Under Poland's anti-crisis laws, the validity of visas, temporary residence permits and work permits, including seasonal workers' permits, has been extended, provided that the last day of the validity falls during the period of the epidemic emergency. This means that all foreigners, including Ukrainian citizens who have decided not to return to their home, are now able to stay on in Poland legally. In the UK, the government has been urged to charter flights to bring in European agricultural workers amidst concerns of labour shortages due to the COVID-19 outbreak. British farmers are increasingly concerned over the unprecedented lack of seasonal labour to help harvest and pack crops, warning that there will be a substantial shortfall despite a successful farm labour campaign recruiting 10,000 British people to help out on farms. In Ireland, there are mounting calls for TB testing to be pushed back by up to three months in the interest of protecting farmers during the COVID-19 emergency. Currently, guidelines state that if an animal cannot be tested without adhering to social distancing rules, then it should not be tested. In Italy, the mayor of Bergamo, one of the worst-hit cities from coronavirus, has called on the government to speed up the issuing of the yearly decree that regularises non-EU migrant workers, as Italy is in desperate need for agricultural workforce before the harvest season begins. Lastly, in Romania, despite being one of the largest grain producers in the EU, Romania recorded a production decline last year, despite an increase in cultivated area. This was due to difficult weather conditions, which led to lower yields. However, Romania remained the largest corn producer and sunflower producer in the EU. Upcoming events this week include, on the 2nd of April, there's a webinar organized by SME Connect, focusing on how to maintain the highest food quality standards and controls in times of the coronavirus pandemic. On the 3rd of April, there's a video conference on the impact of COVID-19 on the food supply chain, organized by the European Food Forum. This week, the AgriFood podcast was produced by Euractiv's AgriFood news team, Gerardo Fortuna and Natasha Foote. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter so that you don't miss the latest agricultural news from the EU. I'm Natasha Foote. Thanks for listening. See you next week.